Welcome to episode number 173 of Beyond the Way with Henny and Sandy. <laughs> we already like, did this about 15 minutes ago and then realized that we weren't properly recording and so now we had to redo it. That's why you hear my voice saying the welcome, even though it feels very strange to say the welcome. I, I almost am like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The upside, Henny, is that we didn't get to the very end and then you realized. That is an upside, yes. We only got about 15 minutes in. Anyhow, anyhow. So we were talking that we both had house guests yes. that have left. They were here for basically the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. My house guests left yesterday morning and yours left this morning. Mm-hmm. And we both had a fantastic time with our house guests. It was like... Absolutely. Good for the soul. Nice to have time to chat. I had my dad um, and and Graham and Alexandra. And so for my, just to have my dad to ask things, you know, things that about, you know, early on in my parents' marriage and things like that, that was, that was nice because it's not normal stuff that you're just going to like send him through messenger, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was conversations that you and story like story time with your dad that you ordinarily have yeah and that it's what what I liked because also Graham got to have time with his grandfather and Alexandra is asked a lot of questions and so they had like four hours um layover in Mexico and then they were in the lounge and sending me photos because they're drinking tequila shots my dad and Alexandra, because they're coming around with tequila shots. And I'm like to Graham, uh, they have to get on the flight, kid. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here. <laughs> so, uh-huh. And so, uh, and, and I didn't even hear the full story until I think Saturday, like the day before they were leaving. Okay. That they had three tequila shots each. Oh. And then Alexandra got on the flight and then she had two beers and she actually threw up on the plane like, in the bathroom. Oh my goodness. Because she's a friggin' lightweight. That feels like a lot of alcohol. What in the hell were you thinking? I said I girly. Mean... And she's like, I was it was with grandpa. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and this is my father who my dad doesn't really drink. Right. For him to be drinking three tequila shots and then drinking beer also. Anyways. You know, Graham That's was like, I might need to get like wheelchairs to get them on. And I'm like, Graham, if they if they look inebriated, they aren't going to let them on the plane. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. You know, it was really good just to have that, you know, that time time with them. And and yeah. but the thing is, is that then you and I don't as you but you already said previously <laughs> when we thought we were recording, but weren't. Yeah. Is that people on who are sort of in your day-to-day go to the outside for a little while yeah and and they have to right because when you're when you have guests like when you're entertaining guests that has to sort of become your own your whole life and the the thing is that you only have that short period of time with them yeah you know it's kind of like anything like if you well, here, here's, here's something that happened yesterday that, or, that was super, super annoying is that when you have only a short period of time with a person or with a, an event or whatever, like you, you owe it to yourself, 
the people you're with, the people involved to put your 100 percent, you know, attention into that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if I have house guests and, you know, my my best friend Tim and his spouse came and so they're here. And so it's my job to, you know, spend time with them, make sure that they're having a good time, organize things for all of us to do, like stuff like that. But like not only is it my job to do it, but like it's this is the only time that I get, you know, in person with Mm -hmm. this with these people who are so important to me like I have to make the most of that time yesterday we went to see Harry Potter the cursed child is the name of it at the Ed Mervish theater the show was phenomenal but I will tell you that the people there there was a person sitting right in front of me and over one seat who was on his phone I think at three different times throughout the show, like, like, but not like just like looking at the time or, you know, like doing, no, no, like legitimately like sending a message to someone, checking an email. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're here. Like, first of all, you're only here for a few hours. Second of all, you have paid a lot of money to be here as have I. Mm -hmm. And then also there are a ton of people here who are putting a lot of effort and energy and you know, into this performance and you're on your phone. Like, what are you doing? You know, that would be like, you know, I get only a, you know, only a, a week, only a few days to spend in, in person with, you know, with these people that I love and don't have time to see or an opportunity to see at any other time during the year, you know, I need to focus my, my time and energy there. But like I was saying to you before, it is nice. Like they, so they, I brought them to the airport this morning, came home, like, you know, started the cleanup, laundry, bathrooms, vacuum, that sort of thing. And now to be able to sit and chat with you, it's like, Oh, I just went from one friend to the next. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But you really have a sense of like, wow, it's been a long time since yeah. we, like you and I have talked because yeah. there's a lot to fill in. Yeah. 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 And I said, like, I need, and I don't remember it all. And you, you know, you will, that you'll probably say something. I'll be like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. Did I not tell you? Oh my goodness, no. that hap- well, I mean, that happens all the time. It happens several times on this trip, like where I mentioned something and Tim was like, I, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, like, and there were a couple of things in particular that I'm like, there is absolutely no way that this happened. And I didn't tell you about it. And he was like, yeah. you did not tell me any of this story. And I was like, okay, well, you know, fasten your seatbelts because you are in for a bumpy ride because this was quite uh, like, you know, of course it's this long elaborate story of all these things that happened was ridiculous, you know? And, and I'm like, I just can't believe like how can something that was so significant at the time that it happened (laughs) be something that I didn't tell you, but yeah, was much, much needed. We hadn't seen each other in person since before the pandemic so since 2019 we just yeah we just had a great time it was a jam-packed week like thing after thing after thing after thing but um all good stuff so fun yeah 
there was there was only one thing what did now i forget what it was but there was one th- oh i remember there was one thing that tim was like you know there's one thing that i'm disappointed about like there's one thing that you didn't organize that you should oh. organize and i and he, you know and of course he's joking but like yeah. sort of you know like you know what it's <laughs> like 80% joking but like 20% real and so I was like, oh my goodness, like, like truly, I thought I'd pulled out all the stops on this trip, yeah. you know, and, and like, and I'd worked so hard on making sure that everything was organized and that the timing was right and that we had lots to do, and you know, and that I would show them a good time. And, and we had like two days of super, super humid, hot weather, but the rest of the time they were here, it was gorgeous weather like I could not have planned it better if I had tried and so I'm like my goodness like what was the disappointment what didn't I do like what did I miss like I was like I had like the sunscreens and the lotions and the body washes and the fresh towels and the fresh sheet like I you know like it was like hotel henny and I was like I don't know what I didn't do you know what I didn't do I I didn't get them donuts from granddad's Oh my God. He was like, you talk about it all the time and I have yet to experience the granddad donut. And I was truly Sandy. It did not even cross my mind, but the next time they come, mark my words, there will be granddad. In In fact, I personally, myself, have never in my entire life been to Granddad's Donuts. <laughs> I know where it is. I've driven past it. But uh, it's any time I've had a donut from there, it was either you who picked it up or my sister. So mm-hmm. truth, truth be told, I was very cognizant of the fact that like every day we had something planned mm-hmm. and every day we had one meal out planned as well. Right. And so I was like, okay, because of course, like I'm back at my goal weight, I'm feeling super like great about myself and my body. And, and mm-hmm. I'm and like, he- like health wise, like I'm feeling well. And so I'm like, okay, this is vacation for sure. This is holiday. This is fun. And this is eating out. And I want to do all of this, but like, also I want to be feeling good about the choices, like the food choices that I'm making. And I want to feel good about what I'm eating. And, and both of the, like both of the boys prefer to eat well as well. Right. So, so that's helpful when you're with people who want to eat well and, Mm -hmm. and Mark also likes to eat well. So, so, um, it's all like, it's helpful that way. But I was like, okay, what can I do to like make this so that it's, you know, easy for all of us to eat well, but like not, you know, be stressed about the food or whatever. And so I had my whole fridge stocked. I had overnight oats, I had yogurt, I had cottage cheese, I had fruit salad, I had other fruit. Like, so I had some uh, hemp hearts, some nuts, like all sorts of like breakfasty foods. So every morning we could just start the morning with whatever it was that you were feeling, you know, a little, <laughs> a little bit of this or a little bit more of that or whatever. Yep. And, and then I also had like two different kinds of hummus and a big container of like chopped celery and carrots a container of chopped cucumber a bunch of grape tomatoes you know so I had all these uh veggies and hummus ready to go so that snacks could be had at any time Mm -hmm. 
And then I also had a handful of those salad kits that I was talking about last ah, Okay. And because I was like, I know that like for lunch, for example, yeah. like if we're going out for dinner, we're going to want something for lunch, but we're going to want something lighter, you know, right. knowing that you're going out. And yeah. so I had a bunch of those ready and like truly it went, it went so perfectly. The boys loved it. It was great for me. And, and then, and then when you, when we went out for dinner, it was like, uh, some places had lots of options. And so, you know, I could sort of pick something that I would typically eat anyway, some places didn't. And so then I just like, you know, we made do with what there was, but everything was delicious. One night we went for Indian food and it was so good, Sandy. Okay. I had, a. Um, a doll with spinach. So it was like spinach and lentils and spicy yeah. peppers with a little, with a little bit of naan on the side. Like, Oh, uh, I think that was the best thing I ate all week. Huh. So good. So it was great. It was great. I, I just had, I had a wonderful week from top to bottom food included. Yep. Good job. I'm so, so happy. Um, and now you had a bit of a different, uh, a bit of a different trip because you ended up going to Lake Titica uh, Lake Titicaca, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so, so you told me this already because yeah. we thought we were recording, but tell yeah. me again, because I think people, <laughs> people will be interested in hearing. Yeah. So Lake Titicaca, didn't know much about it, you know, but it was the, it's the last, sort of place that Phil and I wanted to make sure that we went to before we eventually, you know, leave Peru. How, how did you learn about it? I think it's when you live in a place and then you start reading and people just start talking about all these okay. places that they're going to, you okay. know? And it was, a, and, and it was like a place that just sort of came up. Yeah. So people talk about it, but the thing is too, is that they, because I mean, you know, a lot of people don't realize the diversity of Peru where you've got the mountains, you've got the jungle and you have the desert yeah. and Lima is in the desert. That's why it's so dry and yucky and dirty and whatever um, because of the dryness. But um, so you, you have to plan what time of year you're going to these places. Of course. Right. So you can't go to Lake Titicaca during rainy season. I mean, you can. Yeah. But it's not going to be really, I mean, it's flipping yeah. cold. You're at 3,800 meters above sea level. Yeah. It is, so it's cold and there's no heaters. Obviously, these are floating. There's 140 floating islands made of reeds. So these reeds do are growing a, in the lake. Yeah. And then at different times of the year, the lake is at different levels, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so at they are very specific about what, time of year that like they pick the reeds and then they have to dry for three months before they can like mesh them together to rebuild because every year they have to continually be putting another layer on top of their island because the bottom part of it in the water is rotting away wow of course so and here's the thing that so the islands are anchored okay. because they they so and 140 of them and there's families on the island. So sometimes the families do get large, like once they've had kids and then they marry and then they have yeah. children. So they can split their island 
if you can imagine, like, so that they're separate. Right. And then, and then they, they build onto it or they build yeah. a new island out of reeds. It takes, I think they said it takes about three years to build to build the island but wow. so the the family that we were with was like um you know the mother father they have two adult sons one of the i'm oh, sorry they have an adult son and adult daughter the daughter is married um and she has a six month old okay. so they all live on this one island but the daughter and her husband have started building their own island you know we asked there's about 1700 people that live on the islands okay and um people typically never leave so they are born there and then they stay there there's there's schools churches daycares there's like a medical center they're close to puno which um is the birthplace actually of the inca empire okay and and would these people be like indigenous to the area Yes, they are yeah. to the area. Yeah. yeah. And so the the city of Puno is the population's just under three hundred thousand. There's a larger city which is an hour away, which is Julianca Juliaca, which is where we flew into. Okay. And that city is known for they there's a lot of uh, industry. They make a lot of copies of things, so fake oh. Adidas, fake like factories full of right. this stuff right. there. Um, and so each of those, like Puno and Juliaca, would have hospitals and, and you know, like that sort of stuff for serious type things. Um, the family, they actually, so we found out that the, the, the parents um, were really the first to go out and really change the way that they build their island for tourists by okay. putting larger rooms in like, and this was, I guess, 17 years ago as they started this, but really, and that was, they were the first homestays because the other, there's some of the islands where they're just bringing boats of tourists. You go on a half a day tour. They will take you onto an island to sort of show you. And there's a little bit, but you can't sleep there. Right. The fam- families just live there themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 17 years ago, these this couple started with these homestays. And really 12 years ago is when things really started to go. And they've they've trained or taught other people how to do the same. So there are quite a few other families that have different types of accommodations. Some of them have heaters, like these people did not. The first place we tried to get into was they couldn't accommodate the dates, but I know that they did have propane heaters inside right. of the room. But the rooms were, I mean, it looked like a like nicer than some like hotel places yeah. I've stayed in. It was really quite pretty inside, but colder than cold can be. But what you <laughs> and then the elevation. So my poor dad, you know, like my dad and Graham, they really didn't believe how cold it was when I told them how cold it would be. But anyway, right. they quickly learned it was bloody cold. Um and then we were taking altitude medication, but my dad was not feeling super well the first day. But typical when you are I mean, the type of food you're going to be fed. So as you had yeah. lots of different options, I was like, breakfast was like, they did have a thing of yogurt. We could order an egg. Then it was buns, just like lots of different buns with jam or butter or whatever. But when you're at altitude, like for me, when I'm at altitude, some people lose their appetite. I don't. And I just need that. Like I eat a lot of that. Yeah. But even the meals they served were for like lunch and dinner, basically like fried 
chicken, like breaded chicken with like rice and they did have vegetables, which was nice. Um, so, but you know, I, that there's no choice of the menu. You just eat whatever you're given, you know? So, and of course I readily eat everything that's given to me. Yeah. (laughs) A very little fruit also just a little bit. Um, but anyways, uh, it was a great experience. So, uh, Lake Titicaca <laughs> is the largest and highest navigable lake in the world. Right. So half of it is in Bolivia, half of it is in Peru. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's the, the highest lake, like from sea level. Correct. So yeah, 3,800 meters is where we were. So, I mean, it's, it's that's, really quite it's it's remarkable, totally remarkable. And I mean, when you come to Peru, so there's there's actually quite a reasonable way. You can fly into Lima, and then there's like a bus company that does overnight, like they you can sleep. They're sleepers, and they're oh, supposed, okay. supposed to be fantastic, like really quite quite nice. And you can do like ten cities hop. It's like almost a hop on hop off, oh, where wow. you book when you come in and out for like three hundred US dollars. I think it's around oh. that. The wow. price I saw. So, like, my friend Monica is coming. She's coming into Lima. So, she's coming to stay with us for, like, five days or so, which I'm just absolutely thrilled about. I'm so excited for you. For, like, five years, I think, is the last time I saw her when I went, when I went to visit her. And um, and then she has to be in um, Cus. I think she leaves. She's taking the bus tour. So, I mean, they leave Lima. And they hit a bunch of, like, all sort of the 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 big cities, like where you would go, like the Cusco, the Arequipa, they're doing the sandboarding, they're doing like, like Paracas, the Nazca lines, like all of these places. Um, and then they end up, the last place they end up is actually in Bolivia. So the, they, at the, at the, at La Paz, which is the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. capital city. So, I mean, you know, for us, we've been just sort of doing one place, one place, one place, one place. Yeah. Well, because you have a base to come back to, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this family was telling us that Peruvians, they have a really hard time with domestic travel because they don't believe that they actually sleep, like that the families live there. And I'll be honest that I was told that it's become, you know, a little bit too touristy and that most of the people that on the islands work in Puno. But that is not what I saw. Interesting. So that is, and it's that type of thing when it, you know, people hear it and then they, they don't want to travel. Hands down, any Peruvian that that we talk to, they are like, you've traveled more of the country than we have. But I think even as Canadians, a lot of us don't, like myself, we've always traveled outside of Canada. We've not gone, you know, really we went to Vancouver, we've been to Banff, but we've never, I've never been to the East Coast. I've been three different places in Quebec. So I've been to Montreal yeah. a, a handful of times. I've been to Quebec City twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Shkudmi yeah. as well. And that's it. And like, <laughs> even in Ontario, like I've been to Thunder Bay twice because my brother was living there for a while. But like, other than that, like I've been all over in Southern Ontario, but like truly in Canada, that is the yeah. only traveling I've done. Yeah, I've not been out west. I've not been out east. I've not been north, really. I've not been central, like to yeah. the the central provinces. Like, like it, it's a little embarrassing, actually. Yeah. So great little trip, food wise. Like 
because you're so limited to what you're eating, when you got back home, what was the first thing you had? Well, the, that's necessarily the thing is because then, um, okay, we keep, oh, you know what? I had already ready, but we had chili. Oh, yes, that's right. You told me that, that you were prepping that ahead of time. Yeah. Very because smart. We, because we flew at our flight came in at two thirty, so I um I before before we even left I went on to um Rappi which is like Uber Eats and I ordered salads. Oh to, yeah. And, and, and the cleaning lady was here that day, so I messaged her to say, okay, they're gonna leave it downstairs when they buzz. Can you come and get it for me? So that was in the fridge when we got back. And then I had the chili was taken out. Someone had gone and got bread for us, a nice crusty bread. Um, And so, but it was super easy just to have that. But with everybody was like, oh, it's nice to have like just a meal at home. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So that was like Thursday. Well, that Thursday. What did we do Friday? Pizza. Yes, I made pizza. You're right. I wasn't. I I, I, I remember because I remember you texting me to say it was pizza night. (laughs) And I haven't made pizza since April. Yeah. So, and that's because we went out for fish. We had ceviche that day. My dad, not a fan, so he had never tried it. We went to a new place for ceviche. It was absolutely delish. Okay. Um. Yeah, and we had that. We had Parmesan, other shellfish where they put Parmesan cheese on top and they broil it. Um. We had something else. Anyways, we had other stuff too. So he just wasn't fussy on the ceviche, but the four of us. And that's the difference is because... When it's just Alexandra and Graham, we order a bunch of stuff and like share. So even if we go to a restaurant, we all order a different main and we all share it. Right. And so my dad is not a sharesy guy and neither was Phil's dad. So Right. Yeah. So then yeah. It's, it's a little different. So then just Phil and I are sharing and then you feel weird about that because you're like, <laughs> I want to try some of this, you know. Um, but uh, but no, then it was good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We had salmon one night. We had beef one night. So, and then we had the last day they were here. We had a late lunch. Oh, Henny, okay, we go to a place. So yeah. we're, we're gonna have burgers. We decide okay. we're all we're all gonna have burgers. This is Saturday. Okay. So we decide, okay, let's we're gonna go to a different place that, that we hadn't taken the the kids. Okay. So and Phil and I have had a burger there before. So we all get in, we sit down, you know, they come around and then um, we go and Phil says, Okay, we're all having burgers. Oh, we don't have hamburgers today. What? I mean, it's a steakhouse. It's a big place. There's two locations. Phil's like, why? They don't really give you an answer. So we, we're like, well, and so we're all looking at each other. I go, well, I really wanted a burger because, you know, no one else really wants to say the guests don't really want to say it. Yeah. I'm like, I wanted a burger. But I wanted a burger. Like, that's why we're here. I mentally was ready for a burger. Yeah. So then we got in the car and we all went to the Lavaca Loca. Oh, which my Another place. But they make massive burgers. Okay. Anyway, and of course we all ate them. Yeah. And with like really yummy fries, they were nice and fresh. We all ordered the same burger, which has a, <laughs> it has like, it has like, uh, not only, so it's a burger and it has on the top of it a onion ring, but also a quinoa ring. Ooh. So you've got these and they're massive on top of this burger that already has like, you know, lettuce and all this stuff. Yeah. And so you have to squish it. I always cut it in half, but it's like a, it's yeah. A, yeah. Hard to get your mouth around, you know, my, but it's funny because I watched my, my dad ate the onion rings first. Yeah. (laughs) Before he ate his burger. But then I laughed because I saw him picking off his 
pickles. I Kay. too. My dad loves the sweet pickles. Oh, okay. Which but is he doesn't like. But he doesn't like. Correct. Yes. Yes. So your dad picked off the pickle. I would have scraped off the pickle and whatever the pickle had been touching. Oh my goodness, Henny. Yeah, I'm telling you, when it comes to pickles, I do not joke around. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, like, if the pickle had been sitting on a piece of lettuce, that piece of lettuce would have been off the burger. Oh, my gracious. Like, I, I truly, I cannot do it. Anyway, this burger, so by the time we finished eating, it's quarter to four. And I had already said, like, for dinner, I'm okay, before we even had had this burger, I said, like, I'm just going to do, like, uh, grilled cheese and salad for dinner. Like, yeah. for anyone that wants grilled cheese. I'm not, like, making anything. Nobody ate anything that night. We were, And we all came home, and literally, we're all, like, my dad, I can see him. He's in the chair. He's sleeping. <laughs> the kids are all curled up. The dog is curled up with the kids on the couch. Phil and I are just kind of, like, it was a burger coma. We were it was. Experiencing. It was. It was. Uh, plus, I think, you know, the whole week catches up to you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, does anybody want anything to eat? I'm thinking, oh, God, I don't really want to Yeah, please it. say no. Please say no. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, Alexandra and Graham are really good about helping. And Alexandra yeah. was, was like, I'll make the salad. And what else do we have in there? She's like chopping and mixing. And, yeah, it was lovely. Oh, lovely. Sounds great. Wow. Yeah. Great, great times. Yes, 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 yes. Good, and good times, good people, good food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. okay, so tell me something else good, because the last time we talked about your hormone pellet, you yeah. said to me, and I don't know if you said this on the podcast or if you just said it to me, that yeah. there was a moment, like there was a moment a couple of weeks ago where you were, where you said like, I all of a sudden feel better. Yeah. But then I know you had a doctor's appointment as well. Yeah. So, no, I had, so I, because the doctor had said to me, oh, in two weeks, but in two weeks, I didn't feel anything. And I was yeah. like, oh, for crying out loud, did I, you know, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. have this thing put in my butt and it's not going to work, but oh, whatever. It probably took three and a half to four weeks. And then I noticeably feel better. So the other thing was, is that the doctor had said to me like around after like four weeks or so, I'm going to check your hormone levels just to see what they're at. So he hadn't messaged me. So when I came back, no, I don't know. I, I messaged him mm-hmm. to say like, um, you know, you said, you know, blah, 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 and this and that. So he sent he just sent me a uh, lab rec. So I, and I said, do I have to fast? And he said, yes. So on the lab rec, I looked and it was like for my cholesterol. Oh, right. But also for testosterone and for estrogen. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I, I messaged him like on a Thursday or Friday or something. And then this, I, the Sunday morning, I said to Phil, okay, you know, will you come with me um, to help me? Um, and we'll walk the dog or something. So we got up at like quarter to seven to go for seven o'clock when the lab opened. So I got there, had my blood done, blah, blah, blah. So the result came back and the cholesterol came in right away that night. The, the other ones took a couple of days. So the cholesterol came back and it was all fine, which didn't surprise me because I already knew it was going to be fine. Yeah. yeah and because yeah. um, I just had it done the end of May. And then the testosterone and the estrogen come in. So my testosterone was at 
less than 2.5. Right. I look at the result and I'm like, uh, it says 200. Like, is Whoa. it, am I look, reading it diff wrong? Like, is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Way? You know, sometimes like I find here and in Canada things like in, or in the US, they're measured differently. Like yeah. the levels are different. Like milligrams or it's grams or. Yes. It's and you can't yeah. necessarily compare them because they don't, they, they're, they're different measurements. And so then I Google like to see like, what's the norm? No, because it actually showed me on the side what the norm was. It, yeah. On the same th the result for women and men. Right, so for right, women, right. it's like maximum was like 80. And I'm like, I'm at 200, but men is like 300 to something. And I'm like, am I going to like grow a beard? Like I don't <laughs> notice any hair growth because I do know that people that have that poly, like the cyst thing, yeah. their testosterone levels are really high. And that they need to take medication to lower that because mm -hmm. they often do have like hair growth and stuff right, because right. levels of testosterone are too high. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, send the results to the doctor with like, is it my testosterone too high? Like my estrogen is still low. Like it's still at the the lowest. It didn't change at all. Right, right, right. So, you know, he wrote me back and said, this is normal. It just means like the pellet will probably last. The result will last me longer than six months because it will slowly start going down. And right. then I will, I will notice, but I do notice I'm, I'm feel I have more energy. Yeah. Uh, my mood is a little bit better. Um, libido is much better. Yeah. Um, but I'm still having hot flashes. Okay. So the he, other thing he said was because he said you could take some more estrogen, like estrogen therapy. Um, so I Googled, I thought, oh, I kept forgetting this morning I did Google and it is the estrogen level that affects the horm the, the hot flashes. The hot flashes. Okay. Oh, interesting. So that is the only thing that I am still experiencing, but much, they're different. It's yeah. a different, it's, they're not as intense, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they still do happen. Um, you know, sometimes I'm in bed and then all of a sudden it feels like you're on fire. And I'm like, I know <laughs> there are times I've just been in the kitchen and then felt it. So, but, but yeah. not like I was before, but okay. I, I'm not opposed to taking some estrogen to actually like bump up how I feel and to, yeah. uh, get rid of the hot flashes. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah of course. So I need to follow up with the doctor. It sounds uh, like, it sounds like. It's been, I mean, so far so good. It sounds yeah. like it's been a, a real positive change. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and I know I'm already worried like, oh, you know, what am I going to do when I go back to Canada and they don't have these, but I, I, I need to do a little research and hopefully, yeah. you know, I, I mean, things just are a little slower to come to Canada. I'm, yeah. And maybe they're available, but it's just not covered by medical plans. Right. I, I would, I would, right. I would just pay it out of pocket anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If I got the result I want, so. Yeah, you can, you can figure out what there is yeah. and what's available and, and exactly. make, make decisions. Then there's, it's not, there's, there's no point in fretting about it at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. So all good news. All good news. Love it. Okay. okay. So I've got one thing that I wanted to ask you about because I've been thinking about it a fair bit because mm -hmm. there was a, um, a conversation that came up uh, at the WW workshop this yep. this past week that was really interesting and honest and meaningful and and I wanted to sort of get your take on it. So okay, so I'll, I'm going to start by asking you this: 
has there ever been a time in your life where you didn't go to something or you didn't um, meet up with someone or yeah, or yeah, you did you either didn't go to an event or you didn't meet up with someone or you didn't like decide on going for the coffee or whatever because you were concerned that you had gained weight since the last time mm. that person saw you. Um, no, I, I not that I can remember. Yeah. No, I I don't remember I don't I don't remember ever like that being a concern. Okay. Or and so something. Would you ever have had a moment where you thought to yourself, like, oh, I'm going to see this person or I'm going to see this these people. And the last time they saw me, I was thinner. And what are they gonna think? Mm -hmm. Like, would you have sort of had that kind of thought process? Hmm. Good question. You know, I mean, I probably probably had. Yeah. But I but I can't say like there's not something specific mm. that is like standing out to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I've had the opposite thing where I have seen people and they have seen me gain like at different points and then I don't see them for a period of time, like maybe somebody I worked with. And then the first thing they've said to me is, Oh my God, you, oh, oh, you managed to keep the weight off. Oh, you have told me that before. That yeah. is horrendous. You know, that they, that's the first thing. Now, recently, like yeah. when I was there in July, mm -hmm. my mom needed to return a pie plate to someone. So okay. this woman has been a friend of my mother's since like my mom was like, you know, nine years old or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so this woman obviously has seen me at very different points. I can also say she has two sons. She has two sons that like are annoying. They were annoying. Okay. They were near my age. One of them was near my age. One was near my brother's age. And I specifically remember a time, and I can still, like, feel where I was. Like, I was at my parents' house. Yeah. They had a bar, and I think I was getting, I don't know why I was getting something. Probably because a pop was behind there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And this kid, actually, like, we were probably teenagers, said something to me like, you know, it's too bad that you're fat because you know, your, your face, you have a pretty face or something like that. Like, like, no. like I would, like he would have, you know, that's why he's not attracted to me. Like I was not even interested in you. Gross. You're like a loser. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So anyway, so I see this, the woman, my mom says, can you take me to Sharon's to drop this off? Yep. She lives on McNeely road. So yep. we go up to McNeely road with this yep. glass pie very, place. Very close to where I grew up. <laughs> yep. So I'm sitting in the car and my mom's goes up to the door and then all of a sudden I see Sharon come out. Now, Sharon, Sharon used to be probably as tall, as wide as she was tall. Okay. okay. But she has, um, help me out. What, you know, you know, diviculitis. Divi I don't know. Oh, come on. Someone is, somebody's listening right now and going, oh my God, Sandy. <laughs> it's where you can't, you can't eat nuts. You can't eat a certain foods because oh. I, anyway so she's lost a lot of weight plus she's right. shrunk over time because right. she's she's like less that she if she's four foot nine I'm I'd be surprised okay okay so she's tiny. so anyways I get out of the car and she's like oh I just wanted to see you she's god I wouldn't have recognized you you look a lot different than last time I saw you code for 
you used to be fat. Thank goodness you lost weight. <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and I didn't say anything. I said, well, it has been a long time. I have, you know, my my hair is graying or whatever. This is what, that's what I said. <laughs> that was very nice of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, seriously, you know, anyhow. No. So, so no, that's, that is the kind of thing I experience. experience yeah. And how do you yeah. feel about it? Like, does it bother you? No, it doesn't bother me. Do you know what? I mean, now that you... I can think I, I have more of a problem now if I've gained five pounds mm. and then be, be feeling uncomfortable in clothing that thinking that, oh my God, this is all everybody can see is that I've gained weight. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so no one has ever mentioned it to no. you, but no. in your head, you're concerned about it. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there was a com like there was con lots of conversation at the at the workshop um about this type of situation right but just the idea that you know if you know that you have put on weight that you're instantly a little bit anxious about seeing people who yeah. who would have seen you before you lost or before yeah before you gained that weight and then you've gained that yeah. weight right whether it's five yeah. pounds or 20 pounds or you know 100 pounds like whatever it is right and and i mean this is definitely something i've experienced because my weight has fluctuated and my weight has fluctuated significantly several times through my life that that there are some people in my life who who only would have ever known me heavier and there are some people in my life who only would have known me thinner and then there are some yeah. people in my life who have known me like up and down and up and down you know yeah. and so I think that yeah there there is that element of like okay so I'm gonna see this person again or I'm gonna go to this thing and who's gonna be there and like what what are they expecting to see when they see me and how am I going to be different from that? Right. Like, mm. and, and there is that element of like, eh, but then I, I don't think to my knowledge that that has ever prevented me from going to things like, yeah. I mean, if I've gained weight, I've gained weight. And if I've lost weight, I've lost weight. Like that's what's happened. Mm. Um, also like, I don't think anyone has ever said something as like brutal to me as they have to you like like mm -hmm. people people typically will say that I look great or they won't say anything yeah you're right right and so and neither one bothers me right like you don't have to say anything to me ever or you can tell me I look great that's fine yeah like yeah. I, I don't mind um but no one has ever said like oh you managed to keep the weight off or like like no one has yeah. ever made a comment I mean I'm sure they've made the comment, but they haven't yeah. made my face. So that's yeah. fine. Um, but, but so, but I can appreciate that, that for some people that anxiety would be greater than for others. Mm -hmm. um, but then we got into the, then it sort of morphed into a conversation of, you know, is it okay to notice that people have lost weight or gained weight? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. should we feel guilty if we 
if we see a photo of someone or if we go and meet someone that we haven't seen in a long time and the first thing we notice about them is that they've put on weight, should we feel guilty about that? Ah, okay. So I I have an opinion, but I'm I'm curious to know what ah. you think. I don't think I feel guilty about it. I would never um I would never say to somebody that you've gained weight like to to someone's face like yeah. I might say it to someone else. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it to their face. Yeah. But I also don't think I have any like there really no judgment about it like I I don't think that's not I'm not I wouldn't be like judging them and it could be because I also know like how hard it is mm. on both sides like yeah how hard it is you know you know when you're trying to lose the weight and how hard it is to keep the weight off yeah and and that you know the additional I no one needs no like whatever I'm feeling is my opinion. It, it, I don't need to share that with that person. Like yeah. that's, yeah, but I don't, but I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about it. No. Yeah. Yeah. But so I know, so here's something, honey. Okay. Because I mean, you've been open that you had put on quite a bit of weight, mm -hmm. but I honestly didn't notice. And I had right. been home many times and yeah. I saw you every single time. Yeah. But now this time when you saw me that I had lost the weight. I can see it because, well, I mean, most of the time, I, and I speak to you, we, we video chat at chat. least once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have this whole time. The whole like, time. Even like through the pandemic, even gaining 40 yeah. pounds. Yes. Um, and then, and then removing that 40 pounds again, like, like we, we've seen, I've never stopped seeing you. Right. And, and for a long period of time, you were doing virtual workouts with Diego so I could see your I could see your body. body. Yeah. But I, I didn't, it wasn't something I noticed. The only thing I noticed is that in your, like only when you lost weight is in your face. I can see it initially. I mean, I see, but it's not just the shape of your face. I see a change in your face, yeah. like happier, but I don't yeah. notice it. I don't notice it filling out or that it's not as happy looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah. Which is weird. Isn't it weird? Yeah, it's it's odd. But but I do notice when when it's thinned I, out I and more defined. If, yeah, I wonder if some of it is the timing. Like I think maybe if the weight goes on quicker and comes uh, off, or I mean, goes on slower and comes off quicker, maybe the change is more significant. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I, it's the same for me. Like as, as I was gaining weight, I could feel that I was gaining weight, but I didn't necessarily see it. Yeah. But now that I've lost that weight again, yeah. I like, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it in my, like in my collarbone and in my arms and in my face. And yes. Yeah. For sure. So, and, yeah. and, and it feels so much better, right? Like it, right. it feels so much better to be at a, at a weight that is comfortable for you. Yeah. 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 But, but so I think exactly the same as what you are saying that I think it's perfectly natural to notice changes in people, especially if a, they're a person you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's the same with a kid, like, you know, a kid, yeah. 
you know, you saw when they were six and then you saw when they were 11, like, you know, you're going to notice that they're different. Like it's five years, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas if you see them every day, you don't mm-hmm. notice the changes the same way. Right. So I think that's very normal. And I also think that it's normal for you to notice changes in people that, that are important to you. Cause mm-hmm. I think, because I think you pay attention to them. Like you, yeah you see them and you, and you know how they, like you, you know them, you know how they are. Well, even for yeah. saying that, that what you notice in me is a change in the look in my face, not in the yeah. shape of my face. Right. Like right. that's because you pay attention to what my face looks like. Right. So, yeah. so I think, I think it's perfectly normal to notice changes. Like I think it would be very strange if I always see you in glasses and then one day you weren't in glasses and I didn't notice it, like, like that would be weird. Right. And so, but I think when you notice things, like if people have gained weight or lost weight, I I don't necessarily think that that comes hand in hand with judgment. No. I think for some people it does. Like I think some people, while like, I think, you know, you know, whoa, you managed to keep the weight off. Like, yeah. like I, like I think a comment like that suggests that the, the observation and the judgment came together, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I don't think it has to, right? Like, I think yeah. you can notice that a person, that a person's body has changed, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like, gross or like, yeah. you know, I can't believe it. Like, you know, like this person, like, you know, this person let themselves go or like, like, like I don't, cause I don't have those thoughts. Yeah. But I, but I would say that I do often notice if people have gained weight or lost weight, but I didn't know if maybe that was just because I am a person who gains weight and loses weight. And so I'm like, I didn't know if I was like super focused on it, but, but I don't even think necessarily that I am. Like, I think you just notice, you notice when people are different, if they are wearing glasses or not wearing glasses, if they have long or short hair, if they, if their hair hair is particularly gray and like, and, and I'm not saying like, ew, disgusting, or, oh, I can't believe that. It just is, like, it's, a, it's an observation. It's an observation. Thought. Like, and so yeah. it was It was interesting to have this conversation and, and think about, like, you know, is it okay to make the observation? And I think that it is. Like, I think that it, I think that it would be weird if you didn't. But I wonder, Henny, if it's, if it, if it's, uh, if you, if the way you feel about it is related to how you feel, um, about yeah. the, when those things are said or made to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, so that, I mean, for me, I, I, well, it's always, it's always, I think, easier to, to digest when someone makes a comment on your weight when it is a positive one. Of course, of course. Like, but, but really, why, I mean, to be honest, whether it's a good comment or a bad comment, it shouldn't be a comment you make at all. Right. But why, are, but for me, like, it's always been, because I guess it boosts how you feel about yourself, you know, yeah. like, 
you look at it and and every, there's no right or wrong i think each person has to decide for themselves how, like how that lands for them and how for they sure. feel about it right and you sure. can understand how people there are people that are much more sensitive to things yeah. you know only because of his of their history of course and all of those things that we don't know about, but sometimes people make comments, someone reacts in a way, and then the person who says it is like, well, I didn't mean anything bad by it, blah, 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 mm. because they don't know the history. Yeah. But also, I think sometimes, like, the best policy is just to keep your comments to yourself. Right? I think so. Like, think so. you know, there's, there's like, you know, the... Oh, I was going to say something, but I don't, I, I you know, I want to say something, I'm going to tell you something, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, but don't take the risk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have, if you feel that you have to start this comment yeah. that way, I probably don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you willing to take that 50% chance that it's yeah. going to hurt my feelings? Because now I'm already got like my spidey senses are yeah, like my on my guard. Are already, I, yeah. My feelings are already a little bit hurt and you haven't even said it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was I I was very interested to get your take on that uh, on that conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it is like I think it's something that that a lot of us spend a lot of mental energy on thinking about how other people are going to perceive us and our bodies. Yeah. Right. Whether it's our body has changed, whether it's we're wearing something different, whether it's like whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important to like dress the way that you feel comfortable in, because there's nothing if you're already feeling, you know, that you're not feeling like you're at your at the, the the best possible person that, that you can be as far as health wise and that and you're already feeling like sensitive to it or awkward with it then don't put yourself in a situation where you're wearing something that makes exasperates that situation yeah 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 you have to like like if it's a bathing suit then then maybe you don't want to wear a two-piece bathing suit and you want to wear a one-piece or one with a skirt or whatever whatever allows you to still enjoy whatever the activity is or the event but also that you feel good about how you present yourself yeah you know yeah 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 should be about how you feel about yourself that's it not what anyone else feels or thinks about you yeah like the expectation is that you wear a high heel shoe well the thing is you're not comfortable in it you're clunking around and you know that you actually call more attention to yourself because you're so awkward while you're wearing them correct yeah so, but if you, that's what you love to wear, then well, wear for it. sure. Yeah, as long as you can wear them. Right. I mean, you don't want to fall on your face either. That's not always good. Like, but you know, hey, <gasps> hey, I, I mean, do, you do you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Henny, Henny, I have one one thing that I just remembered. So we're okay. in the market. We're in a like the the art art like the the art market, like a tourist market yesterday. Right. Yeah. Um, our Saturday. And anyways, we are walking around and there's this booth and they've got all these things like, you know, you can put like kids have up on their, like as a, an entrance into their door. Like these were like things that all hung with like pom-poms and stuff on it. And so we're walking in the shop and the woman has a bunch of different things that are for kids, but then she's got all these things hanging. And I'm like, those look like dream catchers. 
and so Phil says something to her and she's like, oh yeah, that, yeah, we copied those to make them like Peruvian, blah, blah, blah. And then, and so Phil's like, oh, those look like, you know, saying something, because we were looking for, to buy something for the girls room. And I said, no, I'm like pretty sure that that's called misappropriation. Yeah. And Phil's like, but, but this is, I said, no, 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 no. There is actually a meaning behind a dream catcher and so now that someone else is like making these that are not that don't have the same meaning and uh, that is not right Phil like that no. yeah I said I'm going to ask Kenny because yeah. and he goes does Henny know all I go she does <laughs> I, I, I do not she, know all <laughs> no a hell of a lot more than we know <laughs> but I did I said I'm pretty sure the term is misappropriation yeah it's yeah or could be misappropriation or you could call it cultural appropriation cultural appropriation okay yeah. and and so I said here's the thing there are a lot of cultural things in Peru for because you know be before the Incas there were 26 other civilizations yeah. the Incas were conquered by the Spanish the Spanish mm -hmm. like basically destroyed a lot of of their things mm -hmm. and that would I said so there are they have their own things like but they want us to be like you know making some like glitzy version thing. yeah yeah of something no it would yeah. be exactly the same like yeah. and so I was like no I said we're never buying anything like that no. <laughs> and he's like I said and especially because the girls also are being taught these things in school that's it yeah and so I said I am not going to buy something that is like buys into what they're already being sort of taught to like be more aware of and to yeah. not also be bought into and then comes home from Peru with this like dream catcher that they have like that is the Peruvian like, version of an indigenous dream yeah but it's actually got it, it almost looked like unicornish like with yeah. the colors and all of this I'm like no 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 yeah. but then Phil said oh it's like looks like a dream kitchen she goes oh that's what we've taken it out of it's like she said like the North American I'm like she doesn't even know what, she doesn't even know where she's taking it from yeah yeah like North American well like what are you talking about like Mexican Canadian American yeah. like, well and even, and even within the country like like what nation does it actually come from right yeah, yeah so anyway yeah. I, I, I just remembered that I was like oh, no I'm gonna uh, ask him Look that. at look at us look at us learning all this stuff. I mean, it's but it's good, right? Like this is the th and this is the whole process of like unlearning things that we learned to be true or learned to be okay or you know. And now that we know that they're not, we but it's it it's um, a slow process and yeah. hard work, right? For sure, for sure. Uh, well you know. done, Sandy. Thank I'm proud, you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Andy. <laughs> Thank you. I was. I've been listening. Yeah, you have been. You have been. <laughs> and I've really been trying to learn it myself too. I, I certainly don't know all. Yeah. 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 Oh my. It's goodness. every every day is is learning something new. For sure. For sure. Sure, well, Sandy, sure. what an absolute pleasure to spend yeah. some time with you this morning and uh, our, you know, our loyal listeners. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. There are, there are still like at least 60 or 70 people who listen to us every week. It's really uh -huh. remarkable. 
people. So thank you so much. And and if you and if you want your own personal shout out, just let us know you're listening. Yes, that's right. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? Like this, it looks like the sun is actually going to come out, and it must Ooh. be because I just spoke to you for Take like advantage three and three hours and forty three minutes. We've been chatting. Um, which has been lovely. So just what just what I needed to to start my week off. Yay, me too. All right. All right. We will chat later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.